0: What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to The Way in the Light. This is your host, Kalia Mani. I hope you all are having an amazing day, a blessed day, and let's jump into today's episode. Guys, I have a really, really special guest with me. I have my young adult minister that I go to church with, um, guest starring, featuring on today's episode. And his name is Carlos. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello. Thank
1: you, <laughs> Kalia, for having me. My name is Carlos. I am the young adult guy at our church at Cross Point City Church. So thanks for having me.
0: Yes, of course. So I wanted to really touch on in today's episode, discipleship um, and your walk with Christ and how that looks like, you know, just as a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... Um, First and foremost, I wanted to get you to share your testimony about discipleship and how you kind of understood the basis of it and really got into that and in discipling others.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, my testimony can be really long, so I'll give you guys the highlights. Um, I started following Jesus probably when I was in high school, but I would say I surrendered but didn't really commit. And I think there's a big difference. And so when I was a junior, I said yes to Jesus. and. As I came back, I did it at camp, and uh, it was it was really like a cool experience when I finally said yes to God. But when I came back, my life was completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I I heard the gospel preached, but now it was more than words. I had to come back and live it in my life. And so when I got back home, I was doing all these things that were contradictory to what I just surrendered my life to. And so that was the journey of figuring out like what does it really look like to live. For Jesus and Mm -hmm. you know not just saying yes but living out your yes and so as that went on I learned that I had to surrender things at just different moments in my life and so that's when I figured out that surrender is not just a one-time thing but it's a daily habit right there's always something that we (coughs) have to surrender or give up to God and Mm -hmm. as we get older it needs to be a constant habit like we wake up with this mindset that we're surrendering it all to, to Jesus because every single day I feel like something new will pop up, a new idea, opinion, um, a new, you know, thing that you're fascinated with. And so I learned early on that surrender has to be like a daily habit. And so as I grew up, um, as I kept surrendering, God kept giving me more. Mm -hmm. And I just remember like as I surrendered my friend group and as I surrendered my habits and as I surrendered my relationships, God started saying, hey, now you can begin to lead. Right. In uh, different ways and I just remember I, I broke up with a girl probably I was like 19 and I said God I'm running after you I'm gonna do everything that you tell me to I'm gonna you know read your word I'm gonna pray I'm gonna live on missions and then six months later I got a job as a youth pastor wow. not looking for it not yeah. asking for it but that was just like the way God um kind of wrote it in my in my story and so since then I've learned that when we surrender god will always follow up with something even better like Mm -hmm. we think that that's such a big thing or that's such a like you know like hey i can't believe i can't see my life without it right but god's saying man i can i can see your life without that thing that you think is so special so as i did that i just kept giving god more Mm -hmm. and he in return kept giving me more and it just looked kind of beautiful so yeah does that make
0: sense yeah that's Awesome. awesome and i mean god is just so good in that area. Um, being obedient and surrendering, surrendering your life to Christ isn't easy. Um, but like he said, it's an everyday process. And I mean, I'd, it was just different things with me. Like when, it, when I was in high school trying to figure out if I was going to college or not. Like surrendering, you know, my understanding of everything and then just allowing God to move through me that way. Um, and then like the internship that I was going to do for the church and not doing that, but, you know, having that next step of doing school of ministry mm-hmm. um, and it being paid for and everything like that. So God is just very fascinating with that. So that's really good. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So um, I'm going to kind of give you guys the basis of what discipleship, you know, kind of looks like and discipleship calls for our undivided attention and commitment to follow the commands of our lord discipleship is not an option for any church or believer christ mandated it um in the great commission to disciple others is to obey our lord's commands to do otherwise is to disobey him what do you think about that
1: i mean that's a tough definition <laughs> but i think it's true you know uh definition calls for our undivided attention i love the fact that it has to be undivided you know like a uh, it's not good you can't have your feet in both places mm-hmm. and committed to follow the commands of the lord a lot of people don't talk about that like uh, god commands you to follow his commands yeah. and uh his commands are simple they're not crazy you mm-hmm. know he's telling you to love him and love people and um, also to make disciples and so i like that discipleship is not an option mm. in the church um or believer and i I think that we've gone away, I think that's the problem with church, is the discipleship seems to be only for the leaders, the guys with the degrees, yeah. or the guys with the title or position, where that's totally false, yeah. False. that's not even close to the truth, you know? Um, you would not, if you read the Bible, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get that. Yeah, these mm-hmm. guys were chosen, and they were picked, and they were special, um, but they were called to make disciples of all nations, that means yeah. of everyone, and... That means that they were called to do the same thing. So right. as the disciples, the apostles made disciples; mm-hmm. those people that they made disciples were now commissioned to go make more disciples. So I do like that. Mm-hmm. And so Christ mandated it um, in the Great Commission: the disciples to disciple others is to obey our Lord's command. To do otherwise is to disobey Him, and I think that puts the feet to our fire. Yeah, you know, a lot of us wouldn't say it's disobedience, but that's just the truth. It is disobedience yeah. if we are not making disciples we are disobeying God and that, that just sounds so harsh, but it's also so true, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think we have to look at it as it's not this, uh, you know, like, Hey, I'm just a bad Christian. No, it's like, you could be doing so much for the kingdom. If you are walking with people Mm -hmm. and, um, and leading them to, to, to a greater understanding of who Jesus is and what he's done and how they can continue to surrender their life over to him. And I think that the church will be made stronger yeah. if we could like feel the <clears> burden of, <throat> mm-hmm. of why discipleship is so important.
0: And I I think it's a good thing that they point that out, too. Because, I mean, a lot of people, I feel like, um, kind of stray away from actually discipling others because they're not necessarily called to work in a church or ministry. So they just kind of just leave that area alone. Yeah. But, if, I mean, you're called to make disciples in your workplace, in your school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really big that how it points out, you know, it, it is it is disobedience yep. to God.
1: And I would say though, it is, but at the same time, I just don't think people know how to disciple because they haven't been discipled. Right. You know, we're calling people to do these things, but they themselves have not experienced what mm-hmm. discipleship looks like. Mm-hmm. They haven't sat down, they haven't had somebody walk with them. See, I feel like for me in my testimony is um, the number one thing I struggled with was I got to hear the gospel.
0: Yeah.
1: I said yes to Jesus, and I had no idea what to do next. Mm-hmm. I was so confused, you know, uh, because I said yes, and I thought that, that that was all, but I knew that something was missing, and I knew that there was more mm-hmm. to, to this yes that I just gave um, to the surrender that I initially uh, started off with. And so I think that the big problem right now is that we just don't know how to disciple because we ourselves have not been discipled. Mm. You know, it's not this, it it just hasn't been done. You Mm -hmm. know, we've been pushed to, to do all these other things in church instead of that.
0: Yeah, man, that's big. I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, okay. Being discipled, it not only takes just a one time conversation with having other, with having with other people, like, it's a constant thing because when you see Jesus here with his disciples, he was with them 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you know, speaking to them, teaching to them, teaching, like, the ways to walk, how to do things, changing their mindset, changing the way that they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a one-time thing. So what would be, like, your biggest piece of advice for for that? I mean, there's a lot of people who just, okay, follow Jesus, and then that's it, and they just leave him alone.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say, like, you're asking, what's the biggest piece of advice I can give somebody to actually, that wants to disciple? Right. Um, So I would say, like, the biggest thing is to change our mind on what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I know that in the church right now, it's once a week. Um, That is the kind of thing that we're supposed to do. And and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is is something that is not just, like you said, a one-time conversation. It's something that you, hey, you're going to get... Uh, it's going to get messy, it's going to get dirty because people are messy and people are dirty and their right. their lives are, you know, crazy. And so for us, I believe like discipleship if I'm giving somebody advice, I'd say um, man, ask God for the confidence and also the diligence and the discipline to want to invest in somebody for more than just once mm-hmm. you know once a year but make it like man consistent you know that's what God's been telling me to whatever I do make sure I can do it consistently mm-hmm. and make sure that I can do it uh, you know with everything I got and so I think like if I'm telling somebody that wants to disciple others just know like it's gonna be a big commitment so I actually started discipling these guys um, in the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and the end of the year last year I was actually sitting down with one of them and I was like hey we're going to meet we're going to talk I'm going to tell you about what discipleship is going to look yeah. like and then I want you to go home and I want you to pray about it mm. and he's like okay and then he prayed about it he was so hyped he was like yes I want to do this right and then we met again and then I was like okay you know what it's going to be a big commitment how about you go back home and pray about it mm. you know because and I kept doing I did it for like three or four weeks he was ticked off of me but it's okay <laughs> he's, in, he's in the discipleship group now but the reason I did that is because we are so gun ho in the beginning to go do something. Right. right. That once that passion leaves, like, we start to, to wean out, right? Mm-hmm. We start to be like, oh, I'm not as excited as I was in the beginning. And so I think, like, just initially committing, like, hey, I'm going to commit a year to this person to help them grow and not in their knowledge of God, but also in their actions, mm-hmm. too, And that's going to require more than, you know, just, just saying hi or a conversation. It's going to be sitting down, opening up God's word, praying together Mm -hmm. and doing those things together. Because at the end of the day, we're all kind of like on the same page. No one's ahead of anybody in this like structure. Mm -hmm. And so that's the cool part. So I would say my advice would be learn how to be consistent. And then if you're not being like, if you don't know how to disciple, man, find someone to disciple you Mm -hmm. so that you can disciple others.
0: that's amazing so going with that like being consistent for your piece of advice i wanted to ask you you know what has discipling others taught you personally in your faith as a person would consistency be with that or is there something else that you would touch on
1: yeah what has my personal thing of discipleship taught like me yeah ask the question again
0: (laughs) what has discipling others taught you in your faith personally
1: Um, that there's not like this one cookie cutter thing. Yeah. Everybody comes with different baggage and that's something that I've been learning. And also like, um, people need you to be constant and Mm. consistent. And that's a way that you can be like Jesus with somebody is that everything is always changing in the world and everything, you know, comes and goes, but Jesus is never changing. And so if you could be that type of person, mm-hmm. you know, um, that helps them see Jesus through you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> And so I think that's one. And then also like, you don't have to know all the answers, mm. you know, like it's okay to say, I don't know, but we can walk through it together. Yeah. Um, and also knowing that like, you're not the savior or the hero, right? Jesus is. And so we're just pointing people to him. Yeah. And as we sit down with people, we keep like pointing them to him Mm -hmm. and we keep you know inviting god's spirit to be part of our gatherings and our groups and our conversations yeah and and i've just been seeing like i'm not supposed to save this life jesus is Mm -hmm. and so my job is the introducer right the person that's supposed to just say hey this is this is the guy yeah right does that make sense
0: yeah i love that so much and i mean that's that's a big thing too because a lot of people i mean once you get your relationship with god and you feel like god calls you to go out and share the gospel with people you just kind of like oh i have to target this one person if i don't save them i failed Mm. and that's something that i had to learn in my walk with christ and you know content creation having my podcast like if i just plant the seed that's it's up to god with them yeah. Um, and I mean it's a constant battle especially with like family members and everything like that like I can't save them it's not my job to save them also um, not knowing and telling them that you don't know I think that's a huge thing too because a lot of people will just kind of I mean just go on and yeah. tell them like false hope and false prophecy and everything like that it, it's good to just plant that seed and say you know I don't know but we can learn together
1: yeah no absolutely I feel like you know, I won't say that people are saying false prophecies, but oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I just say that people, like, are more common just that, man, they'd love to teach their opinion mm-hmm. instead of truth, you know? And so, like, for me, like, if I don't know, I just try not to, I'm not try. I try not to share my opinion because my opinion doesn't say yeah. it. Yeah. The truth does. And so, um, no, absolutely. Like, I think people just need to get off the high horse and just mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, like, we're in this together. We're walking through it together.
0: So. Yeah. So, what would you say the biggest struggle is for you with discipleship
1: um the biggest struggle would be that people are going to be people mm. you know like uh, as a leader like i'm used to coach basketball and i'd want the kid to do this but he does the exact opposite mm-hmm. um and just learning like the patience and learning the you know just to, that these are people that we're all sinful we're all broken we you know all you know miss the mark and so that's been like a struggle just learning learning that like Mm -hmm. hey the way i read my bible and the way i pray in the time that i wake up that's not universal to everybody Mm -hmm. that's okay like that they find their own rhythm and as i have matured and as i have you know got just older i just feel like i've been okay that they do these things now there's certain things that hey we all have to do it's a common thing um But there's also things that i learned to be a little bit more lenient, a little bit more flexible with. Um, But also the struggle is, it's like being, like, I can't change people. Mm -hmm. That's been, like, the biggest, um, I don't know, lesson that I've been learning over the last, you know, decade is that I don't have the power or the authority Mm -hmm. to change people. Mm -hmm. Um, The Spirit of God does. Right. And so if somebody does something that i didn't want them to do or does it doesn't matter i can't change them Mm -hmm. and i have to be okay with that and so that's been like a big struggle because you know somebody you've been pouring into and investing in you want them to change you're like what the heck i've been spending all this time Mm -hmm. with you and you know you still haven't learned but it's not on my timeline it's not on you know my time it's god's timing and his is perfect Mm -hmm. and so i've been just surrendering to, that I can't change people, that I need to be patient, I need to be consistent, and those are the things that the devil doesn't want you to do. You right. Know? He wants you to get frustrated. He wants you to be impatient. He doesn't want you to be consistent. Mm. You know. And so there's like an active battle in the unseen world that we have no idea about. Yeah. That uh, you know gives us like a, a huge struggle with that.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, this is not on the question thing, okay. but, um, I mean, has there been any doubt? That you've dealt with like strongly when you really started to pour into discipleship and you know sharing the gospel with others has that been doubt and did you feed into that doubt?
1: Um, I don't. I would say like spiritual battles are always something that's real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think the pressing thoughts are something that everyone goes through—anxiety and anxiousness right. and all that. Um, I, I would say that. It's hard. Now, there's this part in the gospel that Jesus is asking, like, you know, everybody's leaving me, mm-hmm. and then he asks his disciples, "It's like, are you going to leave me too?" Mm-hmm. And then one of them says, "Like, where are we going to go? Like, we're we've seen yeah. you walk on water. We've seen you, you know, like multiply bread and fish. We've mm-hmm. seen you raise people from the dead. We're, where in the world would we go?" Yeah. And so that's where I'm at. I might, I might doubt. I might uh, you know well, I don't feed into it, but at the end of the day I always ask myself that question and that's the answer to that where am I gonna go
0: mm.
1: where I've experienced life in such a way and I've seen and tasted the goodness of God yeah where would I go? Sin doesn't satisfy right people's opinion doesn't satisfy there's nothing in the world that will satisfy the hunger that you're looking for yeah so where are we gonna go
0: yeah
1: on vacation what <laughs> like, I mean it, it, it makes no sense and so for me yes I've had yeah doubts um, yes I've I've been tired and weary and yes I've been like you know all the feelings that a regular person would have I'm not a superhero you right you know um, and a lot of people think that the leaders are and the, the big thing is is that not, or should we struggle too yeah um, but at the end of the day that's the thing that I remind myself where am I gonna go where else you know and that yeah. might sound like a bad answer i don't care what anybody else thinks but to me that's, awesome. that's what that's what i asked myself I was like, where, where, where are you gonna go man you know? so.
0: that just resonated so much i mean just with like my story like i have i mean you know the spiritual battles and everything like that here and there especially with sharing the gospel on you know social media it's hard because you kind of face you know the trolls and everything like that, but just reminding myself like I know who the I know who I serve and I know the God that I serve is So able and so powerful and I know what he has planned for me is so much better than the trolls that you know try to Hinder me on my walk, but that's that's really good because you know You really can't once you get a relationship with God It's so good because you're just like nothing's better than this mm-hmm. Like we're still gonna face trials and tribulations, but nothing is better than this because I mean when you fall and you fall short of god's glory i mean god will literally reveal to you you know who you were before him and it's so miserable and i always tell myself i don't want to go back into that girl who i used to be so i'm going to continue pursuing my walk with christ i'm going to continue pursuing what he has called me to do um for the kingdom and for his children and just for my purpose my calling because it's so much better than anything this world can offer yeah that's good
1: no absolutely
0: so the last question that i really want to ask you is so what keeps you focused on jesus
1: um what keeps me focused on jesus i mean the fact that without him there's nothing Mm -hmm. you know like i think that my daily habits as i've you know when i was young it just started to build but this is the most important thing you could do right right and it's not like puffing your head up or just knowing more, but getting into a deeper relationship with God and knowing who He is, knowing what He's done and what He is doing and what He's going to do. Mm. Um, but also, man, I'm not going to lie, this, like, waiting for that day when you hear, good, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, like, uh, I don't know if it brings me, it does bring me great joy, but also great fear that mm. you could go your whole life serving God and not know Him. And so I never want to do that. Right. Um, But at the end of the day, I want to hear those words, like, well done, good and faithful servant. And I want to be good at the things that he's called me to do, loving him and loving people, Mm -hmm. right? And making disciples of all nations. And that's it. And so my focus is where my treasure is, you know, like that's, that's where I want to go. um, And that's where I want to be. And Mm -hmm. so. It's really easy when, you know, you keep the end in mind. You know, like Stephen Covey gives you those seven habits of highly effective leaders. Keep, you know, start with the end in mind. So every day I start my day that this could be the day that Jesus is coming. And so this could be the day that I could hear that, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's every day for me, but I would like to say that I'm trying to start my day like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so just, hey, <laughs> I, I want to get to the day that that's what I hear. Yeah. Well done, good and faithful servant. So
0: That's awesome. Um, and I like how you said you start your day off with, you know, thinking like this could be the day like that's really good. I mean, I, I might start incorporating that into my morning, but <laughs> I wanted to touch on is that, you know, you don't have to be so-called qualified to be a disciple and go out and make disciples. So what would you say to the people to end off this podcast?
1: Yeah, I would say two things. So I would say, one, don't copy yourself mm-hmm. unless you're really following Jesus, because we don't need more of you if you're not really yeah. a devoted follower for Jesus. I heard Francis Chan said that, like, don't disciple people if you don't know what it really means mm-hmm. and what it really is, because we don't need more of you, we need more of Jesus, right? right. And so if you don't feel qualified, then go and learn, mm-hmm. right? But if you don't feel qualified because you don't feel like you know enough or you haven't been doing this enough or blah, 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 then, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide you and all that right um and I would say like your daily actions will like show us if you even want to do this mm-hmm. so like if you're getting into God's word daily and you have an p- actual prayer life right that mm-hmm. you like you pray in secret you pray when nobody's watching then I could say like hey man you could be somebody disciple somebody because you're walking with Jesus when nobody's looking mm-hmm. and that's like the best parts mm-hmm. um but i would also say man take the step and the step might be to go get discipled by somebody find somebody in your church in your life that you feel like man they are on fire for god and they can teach me and set me on fire you Mm -hmm. know like teach me no way they can't set you on fire but the holy spirit does but you know what i'm saying like they could they could teach you those things or you might need to take a step and say hey you know to your friend hey i'd love to walk with you mm-hmm. i really want to you know to show you the goodness of god and teach you a little bit about those things and yeah um and i think that's what those are the two options that we always have like mm-hmm. either go get discipled go get mentored or disciple yourself yeah you know there's no in between there's no middle there's no other option right either be discipled or get discipled right right and then everyone will always after you're discipled you will then be called to disciple awesome yeah
0: sounds good well that's the end for this podcast thank you so much for joining and just sharing so much wisdom to my listeners i know whoever needs to hear it is going to hear it um and your words you're good he's good with this stuff y'all like (laughs) (laughs) but go ahead and shout out your like your instagram and all the socials that you would like for listeners to follow you on
1: oh yeah well i only have insta but uh what is los doing follow me there and uh you can always follow crosspoint city underscore ya that's yep. our crosspoint city young adult page so and uh follow <laughs> <We already follow laughs> yes it, if
0: you're local like in the georgia area atlanta you can drive down and come to like young adult events that we have at the church they're always awesome we're going to have one coming up very soon actually yep. um another gathering it's a mm-hmm. worship March gathering 22nd. yep so you guys should definitely follow that if you want to come out and you know just have community break bread with others just learn about Christ, um, and just to get closer with him. Nice. Yeah. So come out, but thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing day and, um, it's your host Mani, and I love y'all. Bye. <laughs>